0: What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire podcast. We we have a guest with us. It's been a lot of me just doing stream of consciousness. And I'm like, I need a buddy because uh, I need to be held accountable. And uh, I think that might be a topic we talk about. Uh, you mm-hmm. might be wondering who is uh, sharing the screen today. And it is Dr. Amanda. Dr. Amanda is known as the mindset healer uh, and manifestation ninja for entrepreneurs, and uh, she's the founder of Inner Power Daily trademark. So don't be trying to jack the name, y'all; it won't go well. Um, it's an, <laughs> she's an international best-selling author and the host of the top two percent globally rated podcast called Inner Power Entrepreneur.
1: Dr. Amanda, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, I love the Spitfires. Hey, Spitfires. That's such a great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Good morning, Lauren. I guess it's morning now for us. Whenever other people are listening to it, it might not be, but good morning to you. Awesome.
0: Well, we I've had my Spitfire coffee. I'm ready to go. Um, nice. As
1: we kind of go in, I,
0: I was going to read the the second part of your bio but i i think it's so much cooler when people tell their own story in their own words um and you've got a story to tell and uh, i'm not going to get in the way of it so you know how did you get to where you are what are what are the the highlights the low lights the in between lights
1: Oh, so many, right? You know, I love to teach people about the spiral growth curve and I've been on that spiral growth curve. So, you know, think about growth. I think a lot of times we expect growth to be straight line where it's like, oh, I take a step and it's success, 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 and it all feels good. And it doesn't work that way. I, it's a spiral growth. So in my office, I have like spirals and I have tattoos of spirals and I always, and I wear like earrings and I always remind myself that growth is a spiral curve. So, you know, when you're on the down, be looking forward to the next up because you're going to evolve into a bigger, more expansive version of yourself. And so my very down started like so low uh, into entrepreneurship. It really started when I was on the floor crying one night. I had left my 15-year marriage having an affair. My next relationship wasn't working. I really struggled in relationships. And so here I am. I had spent the day on Craigslist looking for houses, couldn't afford anything for me and my three kids because I lived in a really expensive area in Colorado. And, you know, he had left. So he had taken all of his um, stuff out of the basement and I was sitting there staring at this empty basement, sitting on the floor crying and just going like, oh my God, my life is a wreck. I'm scared. I don't know where I'm going to live. I'm already on food stamps. I'm already working extra jobs to get through grad school. And I was scanning my life history and kind of looking at what had happened. And I thought, Weird. I'm in every part of all of these bad parts. <laughs> and it had me, you know, that thought popped in of like, oh, it's me. I'm the problem. I'm the common denominator in all of these parts. And so it was a really amazing moment because, in a lot of ways, it was like, oh, no one's coming to save me. And also, I'm the one who can save myself. And so I made this declaration. And at the time, I wouldn't have used those words. I didn't know like declaration, you know, I wouldn't have thought of it that way. But I said to myself, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to change my relationships and improve my money reality. And I just, you know, it's was like, I don't know where this is going to lead me, but I was like determined in that moment. I was like, I'm done with this. I am tired of feeling this way. And so it ended up leading me to listening to podcasts because I was already really busy. They were free. I could listen on the go. So I'd listen to them on double speed, like while I was washing the dishes and taking my kids to school and walking between my classes that I was taking and teaching. And I started to Change like my brain started to think differently and I started to feel better and I started to teach differently and my life just started to transform and while this was happening my department had this national news fallout where professors were leaving the department and I thought oh my god I don't want to be a professor anymore which was what I was on track for and so I thought well all of these podcasts are done by coach type people and I love teaching like that was my favorite part at university was getting to interact with my students And I thought, I'm just going to become a coach. Like, what if I become a coach? And so when I graduated, I took the leap and I went from stamps to six figures in that first year I was on fire. You know, it was this feeling of like, I'm ready and I can't wait to help the world learn these things that we don't teach in school, you know, like life skills, confidence skills, how to have a relationship, how to make money. And then it transformed into me working with a lot of coaches because I did money stories with everybody. And so that was kind of the initiation of focusing a lot on money mindset. And that led me down the road to manifestation and law of attraction. And it's just been this amazing spiral journey of experiencing what business growth is like and personal growth. And you know, now today, it's like I have a growing, successful business. I am happily married. I love my life. And now I get to choose the parts of the downward part of the spiral instead of having it feel like I'm out of control in the reality. Yeah.
0: So many things, <laughs> so much to unpack from that. Um, I think what, what's sticking out for me, um, uh, obviously like I had a Taylor Taylor Swift quote moment of like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Um, but also like <laughs> you're your own superhero that's there to save yourself. Like you can either look at it as like, everything happens at me. I'm, I'm the common denominator. Um, I'm the, I'm the open target, or I am the common variable that can, you know, flip the script on
1: this and have a different outcome. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the things that I really learned was like this radical responsibility approach was like, Hey, I don't like what's going on. I got to change. It's not the things outside of me. So, you know, one of my favorite really framing statements of my business is your outer world, the reflection of your inner world. If you don't like what's going on on the outside, change what's within. And once I really adopted that and started teaching that to people, everything changed. And so it's this exactly like you're saying, it's like, Oh, I can be the superhero of my life. I just need to choose to do different things and think differently and feel different and take different actions. And then everything changed. And so it's not like you're not a victim of your reality. And it's not that the universe is happening to you. It's that you get to decide, oh, how am I going to interact with my reality and change myself first and then see what happens? And it's fun to watch people who don't know that. And I didn't know that. You know, I felt like I was a victim to all the things that were going on around me and I had no control. And once I learned, you know, universal laws and principles and started playing with them, like, oh, there are rules to the game of life and you can win. Yeah. So I have to know, do you have a favorite universal law? Uh, Oh, juicy question. I would say law of attraction is like, Mm -hmm. to me, the overriding organizing principle of everything. And if you really start to understand like the law of frequency and the law of energy Mm -hmm. and and how it relates to law of attraction, you really can dramatically change your reality. And so I, I teach law of attraction, like daily, you know, it's always what my go-to like, Oh, why are you getting that? Like, what's going on for you? Let's dig into your energy. Mm -hmm. What are your feelings right now? What are you thinking? And then when you start to shift those things change because of the law of attraction. Totally. I
0: actually just had a session this morning with someone who um, is really focused on like the tactics of mindset management. And I said, you know, underneath that it's all energy management. Like yeah. you can try to overwork your brain as much as it, as you want to, but ultimately you need to see where the energy is going to and follow the energy.
1: Yes, exactly. It's like, oh, it's, wow. And it's so cool when yeah. people realize that, right? They're like, because what most people do is they think I can work harder or yeah. create this and then something will happen, but it's the opposite, right? It's be, do, have you be energetically aligned and feelings aligned. That's your guide to knowing if you're aligned or not. And then you attract the reality to you.
0: Can I just tell you how happy I, I am that you said it in that order? Because so many times people say have do be, and I'm like, no, 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 no. So yeah. let, let's highlight that. So it's be, do, have. Yes.
1: Do you want to expand on that a little Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and I'll say too, Lauren, a lot of people will think that it's do have be. Yes. Right. Like I'll do all this hard work, I'll get to have success, and then I'll be happy. Then I'll or become the happy person. Pounds, like once I have success, then I'll, it's, it, I, it cracks me up because it's like saying, oh, once I lose 10 pounds, I'll go to the gym. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. You got to start with the desire, the beingness. So, you know, the way I like to teach be is it's your mindset, it's your state of being. Is And when your state of being in it, what it includes is your feelings, very important that a lot of people miss. So how you feel, what you're thinking about and what your beliefs are is what makes up your frequency. And that's what you're projecting outward. And then if you are aligned in your state of being, you will automatically take action. Mm -hmm. So anytime people are procrastinating, I know that somewhere they're stuck in their beingness. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to go, well, okay, let's get, let's go back to the being because that's why you're procrastinating. Then when you stop procrastinating, you'll start taking inspired action and then you get the result, which is the have, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's being beingness, state of being, and then do is the habit, the the actions you take. Mm -hmm. Even I could say like doing could be meditation. So it doesn't seem so much like an action, but it is. Mm -hmm. Um, even doing daily journaling is an action, right. And it aligns your mindset and your state of being. And then the have is the success that you desire, whatever that is. That's the manifestation piece, right? Like manifesting is just having what you want and accomplishing goals is the simplest way to think about manifestation.
0: That's awesome. I actually, I teach around procrastination and blow it up and just say, it's not procrastination. There's four lacks. You either lack information, a plan, resources, or the desire.
1: Yeah. So
0: what is it really? I
1: love that. That's awesome. But
0: yeah. it's like, we we put the stamp. I'm a procrastinator. I'm lazy. Yeah. It's like, really? Is that what we want to lead with? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So many good things <laughs> you just said. <laughs> it's so true because I think I tell, I say there are three reasons entrepreneurs don't succeed. It's uh, fear, procrastination, lack of a plan, which are all tied together, mm-hmm. right? And so the plan, you know, like if you're lacking a plan, you're going to procrastinate. Often you're lacking a plan when you're in fear. When you're in fear, you procrastinate because you don't. You're scared. You, you feel this feeling of like I'm not sure what actions to take, which is lack of a plan. Mm-hmm. And so procrastination is a gift because it it's you looking at what you're doing and saying I'm in I'm in a state of inaction. Mm. Hmm, why? Let's dig in here. And then you know that you are in alignment when you're taking action because action is evidence of belief. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're taking action, you're like, cool, I'm aligned. I know I'm aligned, right? There's I like for people to think about, you know, so for anyone listening, like think about something you absolutely love to do no one has to wake you up in the morning and like crack the whip and get you to do it. You just mm-hmm. automatically do it because you enjoy it. You know how to do it. You have you, you it's inspired, right? Mm-hmm. So in any endeavor that you think you want to have success in, you've got to get aligned in that exact same way. Enjoy the process, tap into your why understand what the goal is and really, yeah, play with that and then create an actionable plan. That's fun for you.
0: So this also came up this morning. Um, because we can have these conversations. We've done a lot of the work, uh, yeah. in sitting in the silence, sitting in the suck of it, working through it. Uh, what I've noticed, especially now, and it's always been there, but I think it's more prevalent is there is a huge block for people who have always followed the rules of others, the expectations of others. Um, I've had clients who were in cults before and, and the expression is, well, it's so much easier to just follow what someone else tells you to do. And this came up in our pre-interview about, you know, the leaning on the guru, the bypassing of, if I just follow their plan, then I will be happy. I'll be successful, yada, yada, yada. And, and I want to touch on that because I think there, there is a responsibility as people who are in this work to kind of lay that out and outline that of, it's not as easy as you wake up one morning and decide, I'm not going to be on food stamps. I'm going to make six figures. Um, I'm going to listen to this one podcast. I'm going to read this one book. Mm -hmm. And so I want to just peel that back up. Like, what do you think it actually takes? Like, what is the process to get from the starting point to the ideal point?
1: Yeah, I love that. It's so awesome. Leaning, I love that term leaning on gurus. It's like it's it's wild. And similarly in my group coaching yesterday, someone said like he was asking a question. He's like, I just answered the question as I was asking it. And it was wild to watch the unfolding of the clarity of like, oh, I'm wanting you to give me a magic pill. And I already actually know the answer. <laughs> and it's just that I'm not willing to do what it takes. And mm-hmm. so doing what it takes is a huge part of success. So after watching my own transformation and being a part of it, obviously, and experiencing it, and then working with a lot of different types of entrepreneurs from different income backgrounds, different types of businesses, I started to see a lot of patterns. And I always like to turn patterns into formulas because I think people desire, it, 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 it'd be like what you said, it's like, oh, it's easier easier to follow the rules. If you have a formula, it's a roadmap and a system. So I create like a lot of systems. And so my main overarching system that I teach people is my inner power formula. And it's just three simple steps. And it exactly addresses what you're talking about. It's you changing yourself. So it's really it's a law of attraction formula. It's a habits transformation formula. It's a reprogram your subconscious mind formula. And it's very simple. So it's number one, you've got to recognize number two, reframe number three, repeat to reprogram. So in number one, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's the recognized part where you recognize, like, I'm the solution. Nobody else is. Sure, you know, quote unquote guru types or teachers might have like solutions for you, but Mm -hmm. those solutions don't do anything if you don't recognize that you're not willing to take Mm -hmm. action. If you don't realize, oh, I've got to change myself and decide and recommit daily, That that information does you no good. You could go online right now and type in, you know, I like to use the example of like, let's say weight loss, because it's so tangible for people in their mind. Like if right now you could go online and type in how to lose weight, and there are literally probably a billion things that would come up. Mm -hmm. So there's no lack of resource. It's that you aren't willing to do what it takes because you haven't yet recognized why you even want to do it. And so we create all these blocks around it subconsciously. And so it's the recognized part could be, I recognize this is an issue. I recognize I don't have the resource. I'm looking for the right mentor. I'm looking to change myself. Who do I align with to do that? What what resources do I need to tap into in order to start the number two reframe process? And a reframe is just doing things differently, right? So it could be thinking different thoughts, feeling different feelings, taking different actions. So that's reframes. And there are many reframe strategies listening to a podcast is a reframe strategy, Mm -hmm. right? Like reading a book, uh, doing after mantras, doing, um, deciding to start exercising when you've been a couch potato, deciding that you're going to create a system in your business is a reframe for one you haven't had. And then on the repeat, this is a critical part because just like you said, it's not a one and done deal. You've got to repeat to reprogram yourself to be that person who does what it takes, Mm -hmm. right? And the repetition, there's only two ways to retrain your subconscious mind and reprogram it. It's repetition and hypnosis. And hypnosis can happen in meditation. You could also have Mm -hmm. hire a hypnotherapist. It's simple to do on your own. It's just repetition. And we think about habit formation. It's the reason you form habits is repetition, repetition, Mm -hmm. repetition, repetition. And so we can reprogram ourselves by taking... Small daily steps and doing them repetitiously yeah the word but i like it if it isn't
0: (laughs) i'm thinking of another re that comes in that i that i see as like another missing piece is the recognition recognition that you've taken all of this you know information and you've done something about it yeah we don't celebrate our efforts at all we're just kind of like yeah no big deal and i'm like where are you putting stock into what you're doing
1: yeah yeah where's that and and that's it's the it's the celebrating yourself repetitiously is mm-hmm. going to cause you to enjoy the process. Yeah. Versus always focusing on the gap. What most people do is they focus on where they haven't gone mm-hmm. yet, what they haven't accomplished yet. Instead mm-hmm. of focusing on the gain where they go, Oh, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. That causes the feedback loop of like, I can do it. It feels good. I enjoy this. Let's do more. <laughs> so You're recognizing your wins, right? Like it, it is true. We tend to beat ourselves up more than recognize our wins.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense because of the framework that we were all raised and born into. Of like, look at the gaps and the lacks and scarcity, and and think of yourself as not enough, and look to other sources to tell you you're good enough today, um, and here's what you need to do to be good enough later. It's all based on compliance and and uh, power. And so, if we realize, like, listen, the reason that this feels hard or it feels uncomfortable is because literally it is not for you but you've been trained to think that it is for you. That's why it's so freaking painful.
1: Yes. Uh, And you come
0: over here and you're like, it's easy. There's an ease. There's a flow. There's more energy here. Why is that? If that's who I'm supposed to be, but this is like actually who I am.
1: Hmm. What's going on, which ties so much back to what you asked about, you know, a conversation about gurus. Because often I think that people try to follow some sort of guru's path because like, they've been there, they've done it, I'm gonna do this. But if it doesn't fit your genius, and it's not aligned. It's mm-hmm. never going to work for you that way. Yeah. Right. And so you, it, it's really powerful to take little bits and pieces from different teachers, or if you, you like, it's possible to find one that you're super aligned with, it's just mm-hmm. a few steps ahead of you, follow what they do and, and put your unique spin on it. Right. It's your, it's your life. It, it, you know, it's like, I think about like imposter syndrome and part of thinking about imposter syndrome. I, oh, I watched something of yours on YouTube. And I was like, Ooh, I love producing <laughs> conversation about imposter syndrome. Um, You know, it's like I think of imposter syndrome really is just a lot of self-doubt and a lack of confidence. And and I think that a lot of people struggle with this. I was very surprised when I stepped into business and started working with like high power, wealthy men who had imposter syndrome. I was like, whoa, and it showed up for them. They would often say I I negatively compare myself like I'm comparing myself to this person who's ahead of me. And it would show up in perfectionism and then playing small and just different ways that it showed up. And so, you know, I think about that. I'm like, well, it's easy to have imposter syndrome when you're comparing yourself to somebody who's not even in your genius, like, you know, show up uniquely as you and your, your doubts about yourself will decrease.
0: Yeah. I mean, also know that whoever is showing up in the way they're showing up, it's not always the full story and probably not. Um, I I saying to, uh, I was on a marketing podcast and I said, you know, the, the best coaches out there aren't the ones that are creating the biggest transformation. They're the ones that have the best marketing.
1: True. Well, well, and you could say the, the most, the highest selling coaches, not necessarily the best coach, right? Well, the
0: the ones, the ones that are labeled the best are are usually the ones that pay for it.
1: Yeah, totally. (laughs) And maybe true and maybe not, right? Some, like this is where I look at like I when people hang out with me what I want them to walk away with is like wow Amanda really helped me be inspired and gave me some strategies to up level myself and she practices what she preaches you know like that's alignment to me mm-hmm. like I love doing what I do I don't wake up in the morning and like dread my day and coach just for money I do it because I am inspired to help people of course I Choose to get paid for it in a win-win exchange. I teach people this. You know, it's like don't do things for free because that's not a win-win exchange. You're actually when you give your services away and devalue yourself, you're causing that other person to be out of balance by not having an equivalent exchange. And so there's equivalent exchange, but it's like, are you an integrity is really Mm -hmm. the the thing, and and that's going to look different for a lot of people. You know, like my version of integrity is not the same as yours. Is not the same as the you know big gurus who are living it up and. However they are, maybe they're the most aligned people on the planet. It's not my job to judge, you know?
0: I think it's more of, are you inspired or are you like getting into that? I have to, or I I should be doing this or you're judging yourself. And so I think that's the big, big thing of like, If you're inspired, absolutely take those pieces. If you're comparing where you should be based on their expectations or their program or whatever it is, that's when you need to pull back and start asking yourself those questions of, you know, where am I out of alignment or where might I I be misaligned here? And how do I get back into integrity? Because I don't think most people sit down and even think
1: about those two words. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great differentiation or a place of recognition, right? Mm -hmm. It's, uh, why I love teaching people how to journal because journaling is you recognizing for yourself where you're in and out of alignment, what you're feeling, why you're chasing something, what it is you really truly desire at like from a soul level, really. Like I think of your journal as your Bible of yourself, you know, it's like mm-hmm. you getting to know yourself deeply, differently than you would if you were just moving through your day unconsciously.
0: Yeah. There's something so powerful about putting it on paper.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In so it's spaces. one of the simplest tools you can use for personal transformation.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a formulaic bullet journal. It's not yeah. a running to do list. It is literally your space to just like dump yeah. and, and, and feel it out.
1: Yeah. 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 It's fun. So it, I, um, I love creating journaling prompts. I have like a morning routine for entrepreneurs and in it, I give them a daily journaling prompt. The fun thing about it is it's like a question. It's not, mm-hmm. it's like, It's a question that causes you to dig into yourself and really self-coach. You know, I love to teach people to be the the creator of their reality through their own vision, not mine. You know, like I don't have all the answers for you. If you ask yourself the right question, you can discover from within what the answers are for you. So, you know, it's like simple journaling prompts can lead you down many roads of discovery. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: I actually did a weekend project where I created 365 journal prompts and smacked them in there. I was like, here you go. They're like, I need journaling prompts. I'm like, here are 365. Pick your
1: favorite. (laughs) Yeah. It's a great tool. It's a really incredible tool. Yeah. Awesome.
0: So we've covered a lot of topics, your journey, what you're working on now, if you could leave our listeners with a glorious nugget of inspiration, what would it be?
1: I'll say first, you are powerful beyond your wildest imagination and whatever you're getting in your reality, just question. And do I love this? And if you don't shift and first just start with simple, simple step in the morning, when you wake up, ask yourself, how do I feel? If you feel stressed out, overwhelmed, anything that's like on the end of like, I don't feel great, do one thing, simple thing to shift your energy and your feelings and then go on with your day. So this could look like listening to a song and dancing around. It could look like petting your cat. It could look like having a cup of tea outside, whatever it is for you that causes you to uplevel your energy. And until you get to a state of like, okay, I feel a little better, then keep doing that over and over. That's how you access your inner power. And inner power is your key to all success because you are what creates your reality. No one else outside of you does. You create your reality and you have full control. Like you can be powerful and choose to create any life you choose. So, you know, again, remember your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. If you don't like what's going on on the outside, change what's within and become an inner power master.
0: Awesome. <laughs> well, if people want to learn more about you and what you're up to, where
1: should they go? go to innerpowerdaily.com. So everything is there. The podcast, which is Inner Power Entrepreneur, since they're already listening to a podcast, you know, if you want to listen to mine, it's awesome. Lots of great tips, Inner Power Entrepreneur podcast, but all my resources, everything that I offer is on Inner Power Daily. I'd say for people listening here, if they jive with it, um, they check out my seven day free trial of my morning routine for entrepreneurs. So just entrepreneurs.com, And it gives you lesson journaling, prompt meditation, and an Afro mantra every single day meant to be done in 15 minutes or less.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Dr. Amanda, thank you for sharing your wisdom and your tips and tricks and tools and resources and all that jazz. And to all the Spitfires out there, y'all keep being awesome.